Good morning for the CJRU Morning Mixtape. I am Donovan LaCroixy, and debuting on the show, I've got actor and director director Bradley Evans. How you doing? Uh, good, but uh, I do have to, I'm sorry, I have to correct you. I'm a producer, not a director. Not yet. Producer. <laughs> <laughs> but we can speak it into life, can't we? There you go. Yes, I like that. I actually like that. But yes, Donovan, thank you so much for having me. I'm so happy to be here. I know, I know, I know. Did you want to let the listeners know who you are? I introduced you, but I screwed up a little bit. But you can just reintroduce yourself again. (laughs) (laughs) Well, hello, everybody out there. My name is Bradley Evans, and I am an actor. I like how you say that. And also a producer. And I'm living here in Los Angeles. And I absolutely am having the best time of my life. All right, all right. So talk to me about the story, because you've got a lot to talk about, and I don't want Zoom cutting me off. So I'm going to let you have the platform and talk about how you decided to go into the acting world. Okay, well, I am from Cleveland, Ohio, which is a wonderful, wonderful city that I'm proud to be from. And I grew up in a little town called Norwalk, Ohio, outside of Cleveland. And I always enjoyed going to the local theater. My family would take us uh, to the local theater and I've always enjoyed watching it, but never had the confidence or courage or never really even thought about being an actor. I think maybe all of us as kids probably fantasize about that a little bit. So then cut to when I was going to college, uh, Cleveland State University in Cleveland, I was selling shoes at the local JCPenney's. And yes, back then, I think Married with Children had just ended. So everyone called me Al Bundy. So if you guys know that reference, (laughs) I said, that's right. I wore that proudly. So Cleveland is pretty close to New York City. It's an hour flight, seven hour drive. And some agents would come in either from New York and or Cleveland and say, have you ever thought about you know, modeling or acting. I'm like, no, never done it. Don't want to do it. They gave me their card and I would always just throw it away. Right. (laughs) So cut to uh, many years later, my last quarter in college, I said, okay, let me take a couple of electives. So I took some theater classes and again, never had the confidence to act. So I went into the side where I was the crew helping build sets and it was in a black box theater. And if those of you who don't know what a black box theater is, it's a space where the floor and the walls are painted black. They also use black curtains. And from the ground up, whenever there's a production, we actually build the stage, build the risers. We even build where the audience sits. It's a very intimate setting. And it really allows people to focus on the actors because everything is black around them with just a couple little things on stage. So that kind of got me really you know, interested, still held it off, until probably, I'd say my late 20s. And then I just, again, people kept asking me to do it and being in this little modeling show for this uh, apartment store or whatever. So I finally started uh, community theater and did about three productions. And I actually fell in love with acting then. And then I got an agent and then started doing mostly commercials and print jobs from Cleveland to New York City, all in the, like that little area of the Northeast. And then I finally decided I loved film and television, but I almost came to LA back in 2001, but there was a writer's strike and an actor strike back then, which kind of like put everything on hold. So I said, oh, I'll just stay here in Cleveland and destroy a little side hobby. And then eventually, <laughs> I my airline job, I'm in the airline industry, moved me to San Francisco. um, And then I came down to 
Los Angeles about four years later, and here I am. Wow. So there was a strike in 2001 when I was in high school. I thought 2007 was the first doctor's strike. It was then as well. But back then, my Cleveland agent, I came out here and she got me some meetings with some managers and agents. And they wanted to, um, this was about the summer of 2001. And they said, hey, we would like to represent, you know, Bradley out here in Los Angeles. And I said, okay. So I told my agent, tell him I'm interested. But then that's when everything kind of stops. And um, a lot of things suffered during that time. I think that was the birth, and people can correct me if I'm wrong. I think that was kind of like the birth of all those reality shows, like maybe Survivor and Amazing Race and so on. Because, uh, you know, that's, you don't need writers for those shows. So <laughs> reality TV really started <laughs> in the 2000s. Survivor was the first one in 2000. Then a whole bunch of them came out after. Oh, there's tons of them now, tons of them now. And a lot of people became famous off those and went on to do scripted uh, television and movies. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So do you think reality television is dying? I mean, they're not too much on the mainstream networks except for the summer, which, you know, they want people to watch TV because before then we'd have to watch reruns of yeah. TV shows all summer. Yeah, you know, I, I think they are here to stay. There's so many of them, like you said, there's on, on the cable networks, but then on the networks, of course, you still got Survivor going strong, The Amazing Race, Big Brother, etc. But yeah, I do think there is a, a place for it. And um, I'll admit, I, I'm a, a fan of a couple of those. So, <laughs> <laughs> so let's, had, sorry, go ahead. Well, I actually had the pleasure of, of interviewing uh, Phil Kogan Keegan from The Amazing Race, a uh, very, very nice gentleman. And uh, yeah, I, I actually tried out for that show to travel around the world, but you know, I, I didn't make it, but I, that was probably the only one I'd be interested in doing. <laughs> <laughs> now, if, correct me if I'm wrong, did you used to have a radio show like me where you would interview actors and actresses? Correct me if I'm wrong. Yes. That is correct. Uh, back in 2009, I believe, uh, a very close friend of mine, uh, Wayne Fitzpatrick in Elyria, Ohio, he's got an internet radio station and now a web TV. Um, it's called WCAN Radio and WCAN TV. He approached me and said, hey, I want to do this new show, call it Hollywood Today and interview well-known actors. And he said, can you kind of look into it and kind of producing it? So I guess that was my first producing uh, type of our producing job. So I started cold calling these agents and publicists and they're like, uh, who are you? <laughs> so then after persistence and um, I just started finally booking some people and he said, hey, by the way, I'm gonna have you be the host. I said, okay. <laughs> so that's kind of it all kicked off. And uh, I met some amazing people. Um, Debbie Gibson, the pop star, her and I became friends. I interviewed her a couple of times and um, uh, Tracy Morgan from 30 Rock, uh, he was wonderful. And Joan Rivers. Joan was very, very, very nice to me. So I'll never forget uh, some of the relationships um, that you know I, I've made with that show. Mm -hmm. An RIP to the fashion icon, Joan Rivers. RIP Joan from CJRU 1280 AM. I believe it's been how many years since she passed away? Four years? Yeah, well, you know what? I think she passed away in 2014 or 2015, actually. Okay, 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 okay. So yeah, it's been was, quite you know, a while. 
Yeah, she was she was very 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 good to me. A very sweet lady. Um, she was totally a different person off uh, stage, you know. So okay. Yeah. okay. Do you have a Kevin Costner story you'd like to tell our listeners about? <laughs> yes, I'll, I'll make a, a very long story short. So another, and I was uh, I don't know if I had mentioned it, but like the trajectory of me being an actor always like presented itself to me. So at first, you know, when I started like, oh, I'm just going to do commercials and just stay in the Cleveland or Northeast market. But then my friend, I saw him with Jennifer Garner up at the Cleveland airport. And then later on, I said, what were you doing with Jen Garner? And he said, well, um, I have my own business where I'm independently contracted out by these uh, celebrities to just assist them and be with them at the airport when they travel in and out. I said, well, interesting. And he said, you know what? And within five minutes, he said, I'm going to turn my business over to you. I said, what? So that's kind of how it all started. And probably my fourth client was Kevin Costner. They were Ooh. filming They were filming the movie Draft Day in Cleveland. And then Jennifer Garner also was in that movie. Ellen Burstyn. Uh, she was also then Frank Langella. It was those four actors. And I got to know them uh, pretty closely on the regular when they were filming. And Kevin is also a very, very nice guy and really pays it forward. And it was, if you kind of read a story on him, he almost gave up because he tried many, many years to, to catch a break and wasn't doing it. So um, on every set that he works on, he kind of takes people under his wing and kind of tries to give them a little, a little nudge. Well, at that time, I was still trying to get my my union card, my SAG after card. So he knew that. So he told me when I first met me, he's like, well, why don't you put in for my movie? And I said, oh, are there parts left? And he laughed. He said, no, he's talking about background. I said, okay. So that was on a Friday. So then cut to Monday, I, I had called that weekend. They booked me 10 days. So I saw Kevin and Jennifer and everybody on set. I said, hey, I'm here. You know, and Kevin's like, well, great. Uh, who knows what may happen? So I was, I told him I was supposed to be there the entire week, but as happens in the business they said hey we don't need you guys on tuesday so just come back on wednesday when i came back on wednesday everyone's freaking out i said what's going on so i guess kevin ivan you know, went to ivan reitman you know rest in peace ivan reitman uh he was the director kevin on the fly on tuesday told him say hey one of my buddies is trying to get a sad card can you can you help him he said sure so he told the script supervisor to write a scene they created a scene for me with me and kevin <laughs> and kevin told his main assistant to go find me but i wasn't there that day so oh. say la vie touch his life <laughs> and, <laughs> and and to his credit uh the remaining days of filming they kept me to the very last day let everybody else go to the last scene and still try to make it happen, but it didn't. And I saw Kevin afterwards and he's like, man, I tried. I said, I know you did my friend. He goes, well, you know, we'll get it one day. So just things like that. I think and when we were talking earlier, um, I just really talked to or anybody that's in business, but those actors out there or producers or, or just filmmakers, just always get out there in the mix. You know, you can't really just stay at home and wait for the agent to call you. You have to go to mixers. you got to go to events. Um, here in LA, Los Angeles, Hollywood, it's easy because there's events going on all the time. But yeah, it's, it's a must to get out there and network because I've booked so many jobs and different things and got producer jobs just through relationships. Mm -hmm. Now, do you want to reemphasize that to the listeners or anyone that's new that wants to be an actor? Because you were also a celebrity greeter on the red carpet as well, too. Uh I also, well, I worked when I moved to Los Angeles, again, my one friend, she said, hey, let's start going to these tapings of these shows. 
So of course, as you haven't figured out already, I love to talk. And I started talking to the crew that was doing these seat filler jobs, right? So they said, hey, we want to work with you. Can you work crew with us? So then I was working like the AMAs, uh, the Grammys, um, the Emmys. And this was all pre-COVID. So yeah, I was working the red carpet, not interviewing people there, but just kind of like, you know, working with the crew and, and like the, on the production side. And a cool event, I will say, is uh, I think it was the 2019 Grammys is through the entire uh, award show, I sat on stage. And this was at the, well, it was the Staples Center um, at the time. I don't know what they call it now, but a, a big arena. And um, of course, you at home couldn't see me, but everyone sitting there, the stage was just at that particular year was just this big flat stage, no curtains. So this, uh, one of the camera guys, he's like, why don't you get a chair and sit next to me? So I'm literally sitting on the stage, probably about maybe 30 feet from the performances. So that was like a really kind of cool one once in a lifetime experience. But then when COVID happened, then that's kind of when that stopped. But again, just relationships being made. It's it's very important, no matter what market you're in, to just, you know, meet other actors, producers, directors, um, you know, get involved with independent projects, indie projects. You can learn so much. Because like I said, I was never formally trained and, and never was in a school play. So it's it's not too late. And like I said, you got to get out there and just just learn. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now your projects. What are we working on in 2023? What do you have for us, Mr. Evans? <laughs> well, in 2023, uh, again, this was through a relationship. Um, a very close friend of mine who, again, I met uh, with Kevin Costner. She was on the Ooh. set. So we, her and I worked together. We were on the set uh, going back uh, 10 years ago. And we kept up with each other. And she was in Cleveland at the time as well. Well, she moved out here to Los Angeles. And we always kept in touch. So who would know that all these years later, eight years after that, she wrote a Christmas movie. And she also was directing it and producing it. Well, she took me to lunch uh, two years ago and offered me um, an opportunity to play the doctor in the movie and brought me on as an associate producer. So that was pretty cool. So two years later, uh, we have it filmed and it's set for a December uh, release this year a theatrical release and it's just like wonderful feel good christmas movie Mm -hmm. you like christmas movies i do i do and a one little cool thing about this one is um scott rosenfeld is one of the producers also uh on this movie and i'm sorry it's called holiday twist the movie's called holiday twist and uh scott rosenfeld was the executive producer of home alone one of the biggest christmas movies of all time so we were very um Lucky to have him also be on the producer team with our Christmas movie. Wow, wow, wow. Connections are very, very important, right? Very important. Again, if (laughs) if there's nothing else you take away from here, again, no matter where you live, you have to always kind of get out there and just meet people. Mm -hmm. Because you never know. Just the most unassuming thing, you know, just all of a sudden out of nowhere, then it turns into something big. Mm -hmm. And what's your message to other actors and actresses? Again, do you want to stress on networking or what do you want to tell them? Uh. Well, yeah, I think I've definitely stressed uh, the networking um, for sure, but also, and I, I, I love studying and, and seeing little things, even watching um, famous actors, you know, speak about their processes and stuff. But uh, I can't remember who it was, but it was somebody like an A-list actor. She said, the first thing I do uh, when I get um, a script or, or get an audition is I call my coach. 
So, and a coach is always going to make you better, you know, even though you can be doing the, the scene work and, and breaking down a script and everything. They, that's, I mean, they're just so good at doing that and it's always going to enhance uh, your audition. So I, I encourage that. And I have a, a coach that's not my friend, uh, Amber Bohack. I'll give her a shout out. <laughs> but yeah, she's uh, she's amazing and we work very well together and it's it's proven to be, you know, a good, good working uh relationship mm -hmm. and encouragement to other actors and actresses and writers while we're in difficult times right now of a hollywood strike yes uh you know we me being a sag actra after uh, after um uh, actress or actor <laughs> excuse me well, i was like tongue twister there i do support them uh because i do know some of the struggles they're going to and with the ai artificial intelligence right um with that uh on the rise and also the new um streaming services well that wasn't really incorporated into their current contract so it's about just getting a fair wage and um so we stand with them and these uh sag after actors uh, also our contract is up for negotiating i think um June 7th. So stay tuned for that. <laughs> so I don't know. We just may end up be right out there again, like a 2007 story. Yeah, but then after that, it might end up backfiring on you guys when half of your shows are all canceled. Yeah, it's it's the, even with the uh, writer strike, um, it's pretty slow. So I started off the beginning of this year really strong, getting a lot of really cool auditions and things. So yeah, it's pretty much when even when one um, sector, so the writers, then everybody else is like, uh, you know, there's there's not much going on right now, unless mm -hmm. something has already been written and kind of in motion. Mm -hmm. yep. So yeah. hopefully. We can everybody get through this quickly and it won't be drug out and you know everybody's fair on all sides and <laughs> you know all right did you want to throw out your social media platforms in case people want to reach you or they want to contact you or they have you know questions about the business or networking with other actors and actresses Yes, yes, please. Uh, yeah, I would love uh, for people to connect with me. I'm on Instagram, and my uh, handle is actor Brad Evans. Just all together, actor Brad Evans on Instagram, and then on Facebook, it's Bradley Evans Page. So okay. yes, please reach out. I, I would, I would like that. All right. Any quick things you would like to tell our listeners in Toronto? Oh, yes. I, was gonna, I love Toronto because uh, being from Cleveland, I think we're about a six-hour drive. I've been up there many times, although it's been a, a while. And I know you guys really do your thing up there as far as uh, film and television. So, um, yeah, being uh, raised close to the Canadian border, which uh, it's, I think the middle of Lake Erie, 30-some miles. I love Canada and, and Toronto. So, yeah, hey, thanks for having me. All right, all right. Proceed JRU 1280 AM. I am Donovan LaCroxy. I would love to thank you. You can throw out your name again. Is Bradley Evans. And thank you so much for the listeners for listening to this episode. Thank you again, Bradley. Thank you, Donovan.